Hey everyone, saddle up and get yourself ready for the Horse Business Advice Podcast, where I share tips and insights for horse business owners around the world on all kinds of things to do with running your business. I'm Melody, online horse business coach, mother, lover of horses, collector of far too many saddle pads, and unicorn obsessed. I'm absolutely passionate about helping equine-related businesses get the confidence to move forward and get organized enough to be able to still have a life and a business at the same time. Now, I don't want you out there struggling to find the help you need, wondering what the hell to do next. I'm here to tell you that you do not have to go on this journey of horse business alone. So come along and join my free Facebook group, Equine Entrepreneurs Horse Business Advice, and be part of a really supportive and thriving community of horse business owners from around the world. Welcome, welcome. It's Melody here. And in this episode of the Horse Business Advice Podcast, I'm going to let you in behind the scenes a little bit and talk to you about how I structure my day, how I get all my stuff done, how I manage to keep all of my fingers in each pie that I have going. And one of the things that people often say to me is, gosh, you're so organized. Geez, you're taking on a lot. Gee, you do a lot and all of that sort of thing. Now, I just want to tell you, you know that image of a video of a duck and it's very confidently gliding across the pond but underneath you know it's pedaling like crazy that's me sometimes so it might seem on the outside like I've got all the answers I'm organized I'm on top of everything I've got my social media going on I've got my email marketing going on behind the scenes sometimes there's a hot mess and I regularly talk about throwing my laptop against a wall Or just sometimes I have days where I just go, "Ah, I can't deal with this. I'm just going to go and go riding, even though I'm supposed to be doing something else. You know, I'm just as human as the rest of you. But I've learned a few things along the way. And those are things that I can help you guys with and share with you. I am a naturally messy, disorganized, fly by the seat of my pants person. And so having to have a structure in business is really difficult when there's no one else telling me what to do, right? When I worked in corporate land, that was easy. There was a set of rules and this is what I had to do and I did it. I didn't always enjoy doing it, but it was it was a guide for me. Now that I work for myself and this is my second uh, business that I've owned, I've had so many times where I've just gone off track so badly because there is nobody else telling me what to do. There is nobody giving me structure. I have to create my own structure. And here's the thing. Different things work for different people. So what you have to work out is what is going to work best for you. And this morning I ran a workshop in the EE Brains Trust and we were talking about keeping track of accounts. And the point was made that one system might work beautifully for one person, but another system might work better for somebody else. We all have to play to our strengths and figure out the system and the method that works for us as individuals. So for me, I need some structure. I need some planning, but I also need some breathing space to just on a whim, go and ride the horse or on a whim, not 
do what I'm supposed to be doing, go and listen to a training course, do do whatever it is. I am not sat at my desk from 9am till 5pm. It doesn't work like that. In fact, I'm often sat at my desk by 7.30 in the morning, but then by 10, I might be outside doing some other things and having some downtime. And then I might be back from two till four. It, it's not a, you know, and that's the beauty of having my own business. It's not a regular routine hours. I work when it suits me. Now, I know that first thing in the morning, I've got a bit of quiet energy and I don't already have a whole pile of scattered thoughts running through my mind. So first thing in the morning is a good time for me to do a certain kind of task. And that is to organize what I'm doing, structure what I'm doing, figure out some planning. So if I have to set dates for workshops and group coaching for the next month, that's the time of the day that works really well for me to do that sort of thing. Ask me to do that at 10 o'clock at night. No, nah, I can't do it. Uh, ask me to record a podcast at 7.30 in the morning, can't string a sentence together. I mean, to be fair, it's questionable whether I can at this time of the day. It's 3 p.m. right now as I record this. But, you know, I have worked out in the process of running this business of times of the day, energy that I need and systems that I need. Those systems are things like task managers, reminder systems, And what apps do I want to use? What productivity do I want to use? Now, I personally use Asana as my task management. And I I was saying to my workshop group this morning, I'm that person that needs a little bit of almost external confirmation that I've done something good. I need a little pat on the head every now and then. So because I work for myself, I can't get that little pat on the head. So what I do is... When I have tasks, I break them down into tiny little tasks, bite-sized chunks, I like to call them, in my task management system, which I personally use Asana, that suits me. I've tried a whole pile of different ones, and Asana's my preference, and I tick things off as I go. So I'll have it up on screen. I run two screens at the same time, so I have a laptop and then a larger screen that connects to it, so I'll have one thing on the larger screen, my task list normally, and some of my uh, standard things, my diary and that sort of thing, that on that screen, and then what I'm working on will be set on the laptop. So I'll have my task management system up there, and I can tick things off as I do it. And what's really cool is if you tick a certain amount of things off in a certain amount of time, then a little rainbow unicorn zips across the across the screen for you and congratulates you and that's my little pat on the head and you know as childish as it might sound as human beings sometimes we have that kind of a need to be fulfilled and that satisfaction of ticking off a bunch of things on a list is what drives us so I discovered quite some time ago that I am that person that needs to tick things off the list so how do you think about you and your personality what suits you best I can tell you another thing about my system and how I get through things is what I can't deal with is a list of 11 billion things all in the one spot. It's just too much for my brain. Now, I teach, and you may have heard me talk about the mothership of lists, ship with a P for the kids in the car listening to the podcast. Stop laughing. I didn't say the S word. The mothership of lists. And that is a brain dump. Get a piece of paper, get your Word document, get your Google document, whatever, wherever it is you're going to put it, 
and just dump every single thing that is spinning around in your head down on paper. Now, I do prescribe to that and I do do that. But what I don't do is sit with that list in front of me because I look at that list, which mine's like 27 pages long, and I freak out. And when I freak out, I get gripped with indecision and I just suddenly have this innate desire to go and buy saddle pads online but compare 75 different websites to get the right dimensions and colours and price and postage. Mm -hmm. That's when I start procrastinating and not doing stuff. When my list is too big, it's just too hard. I'm never going to finish it. It's too depressing. So what I do with my master list is I break it down into categories after I've created a master list. might sound like double handling, but it's actually really effective for me. This is what works for me. And my point is, is you have to find what works for you. What works for me is to then transfer that list into my asana, into categories and time it. So I run on a calendar. So I can look at my day to day and all I see is the tasks that I've allocated to myself that I need to get done today. And I don't always get them done. Uh, sometimes I feel like going writing. Sometimes I just don't feel like doing what it is that it's my task list is telling me to do. Other times, you know, if I'm not feeling well or I'm feeling a bit tired or someone needs something else or whatever, something's come up, then I just literally pick that task up and put it on another day, the next possible day of when I think I, ne- I can get it done. And that does mean that sometimes the tasks that I find the least fun get shifted over and over again. And ultimately, I have to be a bit strong with myself and say, right, Melody, you've got to just knuckle down and do this today. Just get it done. And it, it never takes long, whatever it is that I'm putting off. But that's human nature. We put off the things that we don't love to do. So by putting things on a single day, it means that all I have to focus on is what's on the list for that day. I don't have to look at this enormous list of 27,000 things and get overwhelmed by just the sheer volume of I'm never going to get through that because knowing that every single day another 20 things get added to the list, it just feels like it's a never-ending cycle. So if you're in that cycle, then consider what's going to work for you. No, it might be that you need a visual board. It might be a whiteboard. It might be an electronic notebook. It might be an app. It might be a task management system. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. But what I encourage you to do is think about what your strengths and weaknesses are and play to them. Like if you hate technology and you are all thumbs with your phone, then don't go and set up an app and try and force yourself to make use of it. Get yourself a really cool notebook and find a way to drag that around with you so that you have that on hand so you can actually use it. Don't try and force yourself to use a system that is not going to work for you because what's going to happen is you're not going to use it. So for me, again, I've tried everything. I've tried all the different things. I get distracted like there's no tomorrow. Something shiny, there I go. I'm off with the fairies very quickly. And, it, you know, it is what it is. I do all sorts of things. I use my sand timers. So I don't know if you've seen them, but I have a couple of pretty cool little sand timers. One's a three-minute timer and one is a 20-minute timer. 
I like to use those because they're not electronic, which means they're not part of my phone. And so I don't have to glance at my phone to see how my time's doing. Because if I put a timer on my phone, I glance at my phone and then there might be a notification flashed up on screen and then I'm distracted. So I use a sand timer if I need to keep myself on track with a task that I'm, I'm struggling to get done, then I'll use a sand timer and I'll just put that in front of my laptop or wherever I am and I will keep that running. So the other thing that I struggle with is working in clutter. However, I was born messy, I was raised messy and being messy and having stuff everywhere comes naturally to me. What doesn't come naturally is a neat, clean, tidy, organized office. So I have to actually schedule time. Monday morning, I go get in, into my office, and before I do anything else, I have a bit of a tidy off it. And my office, of course, I work from home. And for some reason, my office is where all the things that nobody else knows where to put them get stunned. So I end up with all these random things on my desk that aren't even mine that I'm supposed to find space for. And it drives me nuts. But if my office looks like somebody has been looking for drug money in the middle of the night, then I can't function. I cannot focus. I cannot be productive with stuff everywhere because I am so easily distracted um, I will see that piece of paper calling out to me, thinking I'm supposed to fill in that form. I will look at that folder. Um, I will look at that stick note. I just can't do do it. So I have to put stuff out of sight. Um, so I am very strict. But, you know, it's amazing how easy it is to re-mess this place up. And suddenly what went from three neat piles of stuff that I knew where everything was to... A complete dog's breakfast look like looks like somebody's been in here and been high on drugs looking for something. It happens real quick. So I try and be really strict. And when I am feeling overwhelmed and I'm feeling unmotivated and I'm feeling like, oh, I just don't know where to start, the first thing I do is just unclutter. And I've got a really cool decluttering or unclutter. I said unclutter. It's probably declutter, isn't it? I've got a really cool decluttering technique that someone taught me some years ago and I've taught this to, not taught it, but I've, I've shared this with many, many clients and it works really good, is when you're decluttering, pick everything up and put it on the floor and only put back what you need. The alternative to that is you pick up something on your desk and then you move it because it needs to be on there, but you've got to put it over there. But then you've got to make room. So you've got to move that thing again. And you end up shuffling things around and handling them 17 times. So I like to drag everything into the one spot. Sometimes it's onto the floor. These days, I don't sit on the floor as well. I've broken my pelvis twice in three years. So sitting cross-legged on the floor, sorting out paperwork, doesn't so much work for me anymore, unfortunately. Because that's what I used to do, quite honestly. I'd be sat cross-legged on the floor with my back against the wall, sorting through stuff so that I, I wasn't making a mess on my desk. Nowadays, I'll probably just put it all in a pile and deal with it on my lap. And I normally have the bin open and I am ruthless with stuff. I don't keep stuff just in case I might want to look at it 75 years time. 
uh, and I don't, you know, I put things in files. I put them in files straight away. If I get a bill in for the, let's say the car registration comes in, I pay the bill, I put it straight in the file. I don't wait for a filing day. As I have that bill in my hand, it doesn't take much effort for me to open my filing drawer, find the car section and stick that thing in there. Easy as anything. So handle things as you handle them the first time. You know, I spent so much time in corporate land with an inbox and I now no longer ever allow myself to have in or in tray, should I say, in tray. I spent so much time in corporate land with an in tray and an out tray and a to-do tray and all of those sorts of things that at first when I started this business, I thought that that's how I needed to work. And so I had trays all over the place. And then I realized that trays were just another way of postponing what I should be doing. I do not have trays anymore. I don't have piles of stuff anymore. By the end of the week or by Monday morning, any paperwork that has landed on my desk for any reason, whether I've printed it out, it's come in the mail, whatever reason it's got here, it is dealt with. I've done something with it. I've either got rid of it or I've put it in a folder for another time that I might have time to read it. And I do, I have a folder of stuff that looked really cool, a download that I might have downloaded, but I don't have time to read a 50 page ebook today. So I'm just going to put it in a folder and I do pull that folder out from time to time and, and look back on things. I've ditched things in the bin, I've filed them where they're supposed to go or I've put them away, found a place for them. So if your workspace is super messy, then there's two reasons. Why is you're not dealing with things when they come in or secondly, you don't have places for everything to go. So for me, working in an office at home, that's really important. For those of you guys who work out on the road, so there's a lot of, you know, farriers, body workers, saddle fitters, instructors, all of that sort of, you know, even instructors that work out of stables and barns. You may not have an office, but you have a space where you do your work. So a lot of you, it might be your car. So get organized in your car. Have a little organizer thing where you put all of your bits and pieces in it, your diary, your sunscreen, your spare water bottle, your, I don't know, whatever else you take, your tools, your notebooks, your receipt book, your square reader, anything that you need. Have one of those little cool little car organizers that you can buy at the car shops. If you work in a barn environment, you could just have a folder or a, just a space where you collect everything and put it all in one place. And that way you've got everything on hand when you need it and you don't have to go scrambling to find it. So a lot of being under control and being able to do lots of things is a matter of sitting down and planning stuff. I do a lot of batching. So this is my second podcast today and I've got I will probably record another one or two today. So I'll batch doing podcasts. When I write my I write an email that goes out on Monday morning to my mailing list. I sit down and I'll probably write six of them at a time and then we'll schedule them ahead of time. The same goes for our social media. My social media is created one month ahead of time and scheduled out a month a month at a time. So everything is done in batches. 
if I were to sit down and think about, all right, I'm going to send an email on Monday to this group, this group of people. I've got another email to go out here. I've got to do this social media this week and that social media this week and organize this thing and get that website. It's just too much. So I do everything in chunks. So one day might just be all about podcasts. The next day might be all about my membership and setting up new things for my members and all of that sort of thing. So, and that's how I stay productive is by just grouping things together. Now, from time to time, I use block scheduling and uh, you can find some more info on, on block scheduling on my website. I have a blog about it. Uh, and I also teach my clients how to block schedule in the EE Brains Trust. So if you're interested in hearing more about that, then have a look for the link in the show notes of this podcast because we'll pop that in there for you to have a look at. I'd love you to join and come and experience some of the cool things that we do in there. But if you can think about what works for you, what system, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, what's going to work the best for you, then that's going to be the best way for you to move forward and feel like you're a bit more disciplined and feel like you're a bit more productive and feel like you are actually getting somewhere. So just a reminder from the outside, it might seem like I look like I'm completely under control. And, you know, I do have help. I have a wonderful VA. Her name is Amber. And she has kept me so organized. It's been amazing. Um, but something to remember is from the outside, it might look like all of these things are coming together. But there are days where I'm a hot mess and I've just gone riding and I've just checked out. So, you know, if you have those days... Don't beat yourself up about it. It's just how we are. We're human beings. We have every right to have good days and bad days. You know, we have been through a lot in the last couple of years with the pandemic and all of the things that we have been affected by that has brought a little bit more stress than normal to our lives. Uh, on top of that, so many people have had so much other stuff going on at the same time. There's a lot of stress been going on. So, you know, I give myself grace. If I have that day where I get up and I just go, I cannot do this today. I can't, I can't smash out six podcasts. I just don't have it in me. Uh, then I just don't do it. And I go writing and I reset, I refuel. I change that uh, task in my Asana task manager to tomorrow and I get onto it tomorrow. So, I hope this has helped you get a bit of perspective and perhaps given you a few ideas of how you can start to get some structure and organization that suits you. You don't have to duplicate the way somebody else does it. Find your perfect method and stick with it and see if that helps you feel a little bit more under control. All right, I'll leave you there. Hope you have a great day.